Welcome to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. Like any good hot dish, it is a mishmash of whatever we can find. Occasionally cheesy, but always satisfying. The game consists of six themed rounds with a final wager round to cap it off. My name is Tom, and on today's episode, Joe will be the host with Ken, Sinister Six team member Dan Lundberg, and myself as contestants. This is the first of our Sinister Hot Dish limited release series. Enjoy. Round one is our warm-up round, and this round is a hodgepodge of questions ending with our signature gimmick question. Each question is worth approximately 10 points, but there may be bonus points available. All right, question number one is a little long, so stay with me. The original golf Grand Slam, prior to the creation of the Masters Tournament, was a mixture of amateur and professional tournaments, including the U.S. Amateur the British Amateur, the U.S. Open, and the Open Championship. This man was the first and so far only golfer to win the Grand Slam in one calendar year. He later went on to design Augusta National and co-founded the Masters. I will also give you two bonus points for the tournament that replaced the British Amateur in the modern Grand Slam. Okay, I've got something written down here. I will lock in. I'm locked in. Did I say that? No. All right. Um, I'm going to say that that was Bobby Jones mm. that uh, that did that. And uh, I'll say it was the PGA Championship that replaced the uh, okay. the British Amateur. I said Beggar Vance, because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not. I had no idea who it was. Um, and I said the British Open. All right. I went with Ben Hogan in British Open. All right. Well, one person... Got full points. Yes. And the answer is neither Tom nor Ken. Dan, you are correct. It is Bobby Jones, and it was the PGA Championship. All right. I had a Ben Hogan club. That's all I know. I've never heard of Bobby Jones. He designed the Masters. Yeah. Augusta National. All right. Question number two. This moonshiner recently announced a collaboration with a whiskey with the whiskey distiller Heaven's Door, a series of three bootleg blends. He's a moonshiner. He, she, company, whatever. You're asking for a moonshiner. I am. Okay. I'll get locked in on this one. Wow. <laughs> uh, I'm locked in. I'm pretty sure he's not a moonshiner, though. All right, I'll lock in. Okay, I'll go first. I put Pappy Van Winkle, who is a <laughs> bourbon maker. I went with Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. Mountain mm-hmm. Dew. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, I think Dan? this is a. I think this is a very loose definition of the word of uh, the word bootlegger. Um, I think it's Minnesota's own Bob Dylan. Oh, Bob Dylan is correct. Mm. Oh, you're. <laughs> mm. I'm pretty sure he has a you're, song named Moonshiner you're or me something. Here. You're hurting me. That's... Yeah, Tom. I thought for he sure. He definitely has a song called "Walking uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door, though. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Falling apart already. <laughs> All right. Question number three. George R.R. R. Martin and Ron Perlman wrote for this 1980s TV show, which shares its name with a Disney movie. You said 80s? 80s. Hmm. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I will lock in as well. Ken, you want to start us off? Highlander. Hmm. Dynasty. 
I had no idea George R. R. Martin was a part of this, but I'm pretty sure Ron Perlman played uh, the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is correct. Mm. There was a TV. Was that? It's not. Meatloaf played the Beast in his music video. That's correct. Was there? I kind of remember a show in the '90s, right? Or is, was that? There the was. Show? There was, or was a, another '90s in like 2000s, oh, okay. I think. You sure this wasn't a '90s show? Because if it is, we might have to scratch that question. And uh... it was late <laughs> '80s, early '90s, I think. Yeah, there was a remake on like the CW in like the mid 2000s, I think. But all right, question number four. The Asian Games recently announced that this sport would be added to their games as a demonstration sport in 2018 and as a medal sport in 2022. Categories will probably include the acronyms RTA and MOBA. Locked in. Did you know, Ken? No. Oh, no. No idea. I'm trying to figure out how the acronyms works, John. The more I think, the more my head hurts. <laughs> Yeah, this is not a dispelling count? Um, no. Okay. Maybe I could weasel a little idea out of her. I just got a dirty look. Mm. I'm locked in. I know I misspelled Highlander, so I'm glad that mm. spelling doesn't You, you guessed Highlander again for this one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll lock in. I have no idea what it is, but I'm going to lock in. Okay, Dan, you start us off on this one. <sighs> I had nothing, so I, I said skateboarding, but I have no idea why. It just seemed like the right thing to say. Okay. I went with eSports. Ooh. I went with parkour. Hmm. Hmm. One of you got the correct answer. Oh, come on. And the correct answer is eSports. Mm. Uh, oh, very nice. Nicely done. What are those acronyms? I don't remember. I tried oh. to look them up, and I couldn't find it. I, I don't know if this is true. Yeah, I didn't use them for the acronyms. I was like, what could be... I mean, she she gave a hidden clue. She said Asian. So also, I was like, also that. <laughs> wow. Uh, did so they, did M- you leave Korea of your own accord? Or did they I can say up? those type of things. So MOBA is Multiplayer Online Battle Arena. Mm. At least. I don't remember what uh, RTA is. Okay. Question number five. Invented in 1923, the first advertising slogan for this stellar treat was the sweet you can eat between meals without ruining ruining your appetite. I'm going to lock in. Hmm. Locked in. I'm locked in. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh, now I'm locked in. I put down the Milky Way. I said the Tootsie Roll. All right, Dan. I also said Milky Way. Milky Way is the correct answer. Tom got some points on the board. Finally. All right. Question number six, our signature gimmick question, uh, which is Cheers related in this season of Trivia Hot Dish. the last Cheers related question. Is it? This is the end of the first season. You should do a fan poll for what the next 13 episodes and we're done. Right. Well, I'm on the season finale? This oh. is the season wow. finale, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to kill me off, are you? Yeah, well, we'll see. Or yes. leave, leave it as a cliffhanger? The lowest score does get killed. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm loving it. 
which right now is uh, Tom is, and Ken. Is, yeah, does that mean? Oh, does... we tied. Yeah, we will have to be. <laughs> we have to kill both. We're, or we do a Solomon's baby. Yeah, might be difficult because if you're killed, then you can't do the editing, and no one else is going mm-hmm. to. So we can't kill Ken just for that reason. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, our Cheers gimmick question: a running gag on uh, Cheers is that we never see Norm's wife Vera's face. In the episode Thanksgiving Orphans, in which a food fight takes place, what gets thrown at Vera to obscure her face as she walks in? I will also give you three bonus points for who threw it. Locked in. I am locked in. I'll lock in too. I'll do it too. Sure. Okay. Ken, Hmm. you want to start us off? I went with a cream pie, and it was Coach. I said mashed potatoes, and it was Woody. I said a pie, and it was Cliff. Oh, I should have said pie. Hmm. Tom, I'm going to need you to be more specific. <laughs> what, just because Ken says a cream pie? <laughs> Cliff Clavin. Uh, I need more specificity <laughs> on the type of pie. A fruit pie, not a cream pie. Oh, just... <laughs> Can't just say pie. Just because if Ken hadn't said cream, if, if Ken had said pie, you would have given it to him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, a blueberry pie. All right. Uh, well, pie was correct, but it was a pumpkin pie, uh, a Thanksgiving staple, and it was Diane who threw the pie. Uh, she was actually throwing it at Sam. But, okay. Meanie. So that's the end of round one. We have... Tom and Ken tied at 10 points, and Dan with 42 points. All right, round number two. Take me back to Constantinople. Istanbul was Constantinople, and several well-known movies had previous working titles. I will give you the working title of the movie and the year it was released, and you will tell me the name of the movie. Each correct answer is worth 10 points. Okay. All right. Sounds like a good one. Question number one. Planet Ice, 1997. All right. I'm going to lock in something. Kind of makes sense. I'm locked in. Oh, I, I don't, I'll lock well, in. I, I, don't, I hadn't been locked in until that point. I had no <laughs> idea. I'm I, locked I, in. I finally gave up. Um, I'll start us off. Uh, I put Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. I put Titanic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also said Titanic based on that year and the ice. Hmm. Titanic is correct. Wow, I did not guess that. Well, I did guess that, but... Ice. (laughs) That would have been a worse name for the movie. James Cameron is notorious for keeping things, like, super under wrap. I can't... Though I can't remember it's him or Spielberg that, like, names things after, like, his kids. So it's, like, Riley's first kiss. Oh, okay. Question number two. Journey Beyond the Stars, 1968. I'm locked in. I'll be locked in. (sighs) It's a decade too early. Uh, I'll lock in because I won't get it. I start? Sure. Star Wars. Mm. I put 2001 A Space Odyssey. Again, I also put 2001 A Space Odyssey. 
2001 A Space Odyssey is correct. Mm. I should have taken my time. It crossed my mind, but I was like, I'm going to wait too long. All right. Question number three. Star Beast, 1979. Star Beast? That's correct. As in Sexy Beast? Right. Or Beauty and the, but mm. Sexy Beast is uh, more entertaining. Much more. <sighs> hmm. Star Beast. Wow, that's tough. I don't think this works for the year, but I am locked in. I'll lock in. Django Unchained. 1979, you said? Yes. Oh, 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 I'm locked in. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, do you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it's these years that's doing it for me. Um, I, I'm pretty sure that's Alien. I also went with Alien. I thought it was too early for that. I did too, but <laughs> so, I was like, it can't be Predator. I'm going Star Wars. Uh, s- no, Alien is correct. Really? I was about to say Star Wars. When did Alien come out? I was thinking like 1979. 1979. <laughs> I just said. I thought Alien was 83, but I thought I got all. I couldn't get Flash Gordon out of my head, um, and I knew it wasn't that. Huh. Well, I didn't know. All right. Question number four. Everybody comes to Rick's. 1942. Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. I think I got this one. Play it again, then, Ken. Casablanca. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, we all had Casablanca on that one, I assume. Yep, yep. Casablanca. CGL, I wrote it down. Ten points all around. All right. Question number five. Dairy Queens, 1999. If it's this, I'm shocked. I, I know this movie, and it's a great movie. I'm shocked I actually remember the name. I'm locked in. Because I never, whenever I try to remember the name of this movie, I always like, like when I'm like, oh, you have to watch this movie. And then I'm like, I have no idea what it's called. You said Dairy Queens, like the sweet treat place? <laughs> uh, correct. Oh, I hate tapping out, but I'm having a real hard time with this. <laughs> Me too. I got nothing. I can't even make something up. Uh, locked in. Yeah. I got, I got nothing. I'm going to have to tap out on this. I, I've got nothing on this. Okay, Ken, what do you got? Well, I went with a pass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, yeah, that is the official Ken response. Uh, hmm. uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Drop Dead Gorgeous is correct. Well, oh, that you... makes so much sense, too. <laughs> mm. Yes. Oh. As Dairy Queen was mm-hmm. invented, or it came to be in Minnesota, mm. and Drop Dead Gorgeous is about a beauty pageant set in small town Minnesota. I lived mm. next to the guy as a child that invented the blizzard machine. Jill, Jill is sick of me telling that story. <laughs> I don't. That's all I have to the story because I was two. No, it's a great movie. You should watch it. Hmm. All right. After two rounds, Dan is still in the lead with 82. Tom is not too far behind at 50. Hmm. And Ken has 30. All right. Round three. Take me out to the ball game. In front of me, I have a list of the top 10 Tony-winning musicals. Each correct guess is worth 10 points, and each contestant will get three strikes until everyone is out or the list is completed. No strikes will be given until someone has made a correct guess. All right, uh, Ken, 
Do you want to start us off? And just to be, so it's it's the it's the name of the play or the musical, right? right. Okay, not the song. Okay, right. Uh, West Side Story. West Side Story is not correct. Mm. Lame is. Lame is is not correct. Um, the producers. The producers is correct. Schindler's, or uh, not Sch- uh. Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler on the Roof is correct. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera is not correct. You hate me. I don't. Hamilton. Hamilton is correct. Aww, Tom. It was on my list. I didn't. <laughs> I thought it was too new. <laughs> All right. Rent. Rent is not correct. Tom, you have two strikes. Cats. Cats is not correct. Cabaret. Cabaret is correct. Ken, you have two strikes. Chicago. Chicago is not correct. Welcome to the dugout, Ken. I think that's how baseball works. (laughs) The two musicals I've seen I didn't name, but they were on the list. Is it my turn? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all Sorry. you. It's all you um, now. You can run it. Book of Mormon? Book of Mormon is not correct. That's one strike for you. <sighs> Thinking. A lot of the newer ones don't win a lot of them. Um, what, South Pacific? South Pacific is correct. A chorus line? Chorus line is not correct. You are down to two strikes. Or you have two strikes. You have one left. Uh, La Caja Fall? Uh, La Caja Fall, also known as Birdcage, uh, is correct. Oh, man. Billy Elliot. Billy Elliot is correct. Wow. Oh, man. My my teammates are going to be proud of me. (laughs) Um, Wow. Our uh, musical is not your forte. uh, I'm not the musical guy on my team by, by a long stretch. Um, how about how to succeed in business? Uh, how to su- succeed in business is not correct. Yeah. All right. All right. So Dan, you got six correct answers. How many did I get? Uh, a big fat zero. Oh, better than I thought I'd do. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't get negative points on that round. So should have guessed Schindler's List like me. <laughs> <laughs> The musicals that were not named are Sweeney Todd, Hello Dolly, oh, yeah. Hello Dolly, and Kiss Me Kate. Mm-hmm. Not familiar with Kiss Me Kate. Not familiar. It's based on uh, Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew. Mm, not familiar with that either. <laughs> uh, there was a 90s movie uh, starring... Uh... Ten, no. Ten yeah, Things ten, I Hate About You. Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Ah, mm. that's my wheelhouse. One of my favorite films of all time. Oh, there we go. Hmm. That is a very good movie. Kiss Me Kate or Ten Things I Hate About You? Uh, ten Things. Mm-hmm. I saw that in the theater with my two male roommates, and uh, everyone <laughs> was looking at us like we were creepers. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, peak Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Night's Tale was both terribly bad, but also very good. Round number four, Throwing Away My Shot. This round has 15 questions. 
Each question is read, and then contestants get a chance to answer in sequential order, alternating on each question, but answers cannot repeat. Each contestant has provided uh, two topics prior to recording where they feel they will dominate their opponents. However, they will go last in the questions in their forte. Each question is worth 10 points, with an extra 5 points if the correct answer is guessed by the expert. All right, so I have uh, Tom leading off. From 2009 to 2014, several members of Oasis went on to create a new band, including lead vocalist Liam Gallagher. Name the band. Greatest band of all time, by the way. Oasis. Oasis? Mm -hmm. All right. So, Dan, do you want to start us off? Oh, sure. I hated them when they were uh, when they were around. <laughs> I was a huge Beatles fan, and I thought that they were just trying too hard to be the Beatles. Greatest band um, of all time. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna say Lame McLamerson and the Lamies. <laughs> all right, Ken. Uh, I don't think that's right, though. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> I have no idea. You neither. Yeah, no. Uh... Joe makes me pick new topics all the time, just because... You chose Oasis, or what did you Yeah, I chose Oasis. <laughs> I didn't choose Oasis' spinoff band. Um, I listened to them back before they'd spun off. It's not Blur, but uh, I would say Blur, just because I got nothing, and it's not Blur. All right. Uh, the correct answer is BDI. Yeah, I never, I've heard, never of heard of them. <laughs> yep, never heard of it. it. Probably explains why they didn't last very long. Yeah. Okay. All right, so this question is Dan's question. Uh, this country's flag is the oldest flag still in use. I guess it hasn't passed its expiration date yet. Hidden clue. Expiration date. Something that expires. What expires? Salami expires. <laughs> the Grand Duchy of Salami? Bologna. <laughs> Bologna expires. Nepal. What? 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 <laughs> um, the only thing I can think of that expires is, well, that it would have would be a country and expires. Swiss cheese, oh. Switzerland. Oh, damn it. Um, I don't know where the expired part's coming on this, but um, I'm pretty sure the oldest flag that's still in use is Denmark's. Oh, well, nothing's wrong or nothing's rotten in the state of Denmark because oh, Denmark is correct. There it is. That was a reach. <laughs> reach. <laughs> Although I have eaten an expired Danish before, and it was not okay. Come on. I couldn't say rotten, because then, then it would be yeah. way too obvious. I would have nailed that right away. <laughs> I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have got chance, it. Yeah. No, neither of us would have. Ken and I are not Shakespeare scholars. But you know the phrase, something's rotten in the state of Denmark, right? Yeah, but saying rotten would not have gotten me to that. I am not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Ken's question. The movie, The Shawshank Redemption, is based on a novella by Stephen King entitled This Famous Pinup and the Shawshank Redemption. So I want you to give me the famous pinup. Um, is it, I'm going to say Betty Grable. Is that a pinup? I don't know. <laughs> Might be an actress. All right. Dan? 
Um, I, I think it's Rita Hayworth. Oh, yeah. You should have told me that you knew the answer already, so I didn't try so hard. I was like, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was racking my brain here. Um, I'm sorry. I'll no. let you know that next time. <laughs> yeah, just like, I got this. Uh, let me think if I could just name somebody else. Julie Pass. What's that song? Something, something Eyes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, pass. Uh, That's Rita Hayworth. Rita Hayworth is correct. Mm-hmm. All right. So Tom's next question. In the show Arrested Development, Barry Zuckerhorn, the family lawyer, is played by this actor known for jumping the shark. That's just... Oh, yeah. I know who exactly who it is. I can't think of his name. Just a second. Oh, come on. We got a time. We got time here. Ken knows a question. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's Henry Winkler. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Henry. I'm going to go blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's it's Henry. Yeah, pass. Henry Henry pass. I actually couldn't even think of it because I kept thinking of the Fonz. And I'm like, his first name is Henry. And then I kept thinking Henry Fonda. And I was like, it's not Henry Fonda. (laughs) Uh, Henry Winkler is correct. All right. Dan's next question. This board game, named after a fortified medieval city, is played with tiles and has characters known as meeple that can be placed to claim terrain. Catan. Hmm. Carcassonne, which I don't know if I pronounce that properly. Doesn't matter if you pronounce it properly or not, you got it, so good job. <laughs> All right, Carcassonne is correct. I see Ticket to Ride in the background there. I'm wondering if I picked the wrong category. No, no, we're, we're ca- it's oh. casual. We, I mean, we have Catan and... We have a few games, but not... I chose a question. I chose questions based on things that yeah. Tom doesn't know. They're all games that Jill plays with me, so... Do I see Spy Alley back there? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Very nice. Good job. Good choice. Yeah, thanks. That's Jill's I'm a choice. connoisseur, in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> have you played... What was the horrible game that we have? Prime Climb. Oh. Have you played Prime Climb? It's terrible. Not, don't. I'm, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to, don't. based on that. <laughs> don't. All right. There was an advertiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, somehow Tom's mom ended up with like three copies and tried to yeah. give us oh, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, do you want three of these? No, we don't want one of them. And then they left one. All right. Uh, Ken's next question. Roughly translated, uh, this Irish word means shoemaker. Ken, way to select an Irish topic for your. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to select Korea next time for my expert topic. Just to... What's wrong with this? <laughs> Just trying to take people off balance. That's all. I got the only. I I can't think of any Irish words. I, I'm going to say shillelagh. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me to spell it. <laughs> I took a long path to get to this one, and I might be right. I'm not sure. Um, I started thinking about the the shoemaker elves, and then thought what the Irish equivalent of that would be, and uh, said leprechaun. A schmuck. <laughs> I'm pretty sure schmuck. It's Yiddish. I'm pretty it's sure. Yiddish. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, and Dan, I'm pretty sure you have the uh, correct logic. The correct answer. No is way, leprechaun. seriously? No. Oh. Oh. The lot. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll catch it on the podcast. <laughs> Again, you've never listened to an episode. That's true. <laughs> All right. You lived it, man. You don't mm-hmm. have to listen to it. He doesn't listen to the ones he's not on. He just refuses to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I mean to. Well, there's no excuse for that. Yeah. <laughs> Ken's only here because I told him he had to come. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I wouldn't help him at work anymore. Yep. <laughs> Leave him all alone, not yeah. associate with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Tom's next question. This song, 
on Oasis's album Heathen Chemistry, was the first single to be written by Liam Gallagher. You may as well just be saying, name a song by Oasis. <laughs> I'll, I'll say Wonderwall. Hmm. What's the story, Morning Glory? Um, pissing in the bushes. I think it was actually not pissing in the It was the, an F word in the bushes, but uh, it was a different album too, I think. Hmm. Uh, well, none of you are correct. Hmm. Mm. The, correct, the correct answer is Songbird. I've never actually heard of that album. It's like one of their last ones. Mm. I meant Oasis in the late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been more specific. All right. Dan's next question. Ironically, this state's flag is the only state flag to feature nudity. Ironically. So it's not okay to be naked there. <laughs> Alaska. Pretty sure you're going down a different path, but I don't know where he's from. So I'm going to say Utah. All right, Dan? I, 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 I know this one, so I'm sorry. Mm. It's, um, the, the, the answer is Virginia. Mm. It's a woman with an exposed breast standing over somebody that she killed. Is that where John Ashcroft is from? Uh, what does John it's Ashcroft have to do with anything? Well, because he he covered the statues in the Department of Justice mm. because they had nudity. It, what's the ironic part of Virginia? Because yeah. it was named after a virgin queen. Oh. Is that is that not ironic? I kind of thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit ironic, don't yeah. you think? <laughs> is Jill's last right, name um, Armstrong? Because he seems to stretch us. <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, I was going like conservative versus cold. I went with cold. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, question number nine of the round. Ken's next question. Uh, the opera that Andy Dufresne plays over the loudspeaker in Shawshank Redemption, it's from uh, The Marriage of Figaro by this composer. Puccini. All right. Dan. Ah, uh, I think you're right. Um, no, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I didn't think I was. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that's uh, no, 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 no. Marriage of Figaro is Mozart. Uh, Ken. Uh, you guys are both wrong. It's self-produced as Figaro <laughs> <laughs> for his own edge. Uh, Mozart is correct. All right. Tom's next question in the episode "Out on a Limb" of Arrested Development. Job releases this creature who has gone crazy and acquired the taste for mammal blood into the ocean. Uh, unfortunately, it then bites off Buster's arm. Oh, shoot. Not I remember this episode. Chance I'm getting this one. Oh, I remember this. Wait, you don't know? Oh, I know. Oh, okay. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. I'm in the wrong oh, order. Shoot. I won't take forever. I promise. I promise. Ah. <laughs> uh. Shoot. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. Uh, it's, oh, man. And I, I know exactly, I know everything around it, too. Why he had it and everything. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a manatee. So the man tried to warn Buster by yelling, Lucille. It is a loose That's seal. Right. Yeah. It's a That's seal. Right. Seal is correct. He uh, had it for his magic act. Oh, yeah, all right. Okay. Um, and just so you know, I did include an extra clue 
because Crazy is a song by Seal, the singer. I'm not familiar with that song. Hmm. <laughs> okay, Miss Armstrong. <laughs> I, that. I mean, just because you don't get the clue doesn't mean that it's not there. It's not there for you. As you okay, know. crazy is also a song by Patsy Cline. That's why. Uh, you're stretching. It's in like the top ten list of Seal songs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Let's <laughs> we narrow it down to <laughs> Seal. Really, so it goes Fly After Like an Eagle from a Rose yeah. and the one from Batman. <laughs> oh, that's the one from Batman. Never mind. And then three through nine that yeah. no one knows about, and then. Yeah. Crazy. That better not be on the top ten list. Yeah. Top ten uh, seal yeah. songs. I'm gonna study it. Fly like an eagle because Ken accidentally mm-hmm. voted that into the top ten mm-hmm. seal list. <laughs> I think that is on like the top ten. Mm-hmm. That is like number one. If you do use that list, I have dibs on crazy right now. Just so you know. <laughs> so you know. All right. Um, Dan's next question: The character Plumpy appeared in the first edition of this board game invented in 1949, but was removed in 2002. Hungry, hungry hippos. Damn it. Really? I, that's, I, that's a really good one, yeah. <laughs> but why would they change it? There's only four. Operation. Ooh, good one. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yeah. Both wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong, yeah. I think it's Candyland. Hmm. Candyland is correct. Mm, uh, I liked our answers though, Ken. I mean, mine didn't make a I ton like of hungry, sense. Hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. yeah. A lot more. I, but Suddenly I, the orange one's gone. They replaced them with a problem, purple one. Yeah, my only problem is why would they just yeah. replace one of yeah. the hungry hippos? Well, they did change the colors. Oh, oh. maybe. Yeah. They did, and they changed the names too. There's a. Uh, oh, really? Like a <laughs> yeah. Bottomless now. Wait, we should check. Maybe Plumpy was one mm. of the ones. All right. Uh, Ken's next question. The national symbol of Ireland is not an animal, but a musical instrument. What is it? Tom, it's to you. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness. Um, It is the harp, um, which you can very clearly (laughs) see on the Declaration of Irish Independence. Immediately, I look at That everybody but Jill has in their full view. I mean, you know, equal equal opportunity. Yeah, it's Bar- Brian Boru's harp, supposedly. Mm. It's, but I'm going to go with harp, because, yeah, I'm not going to. All right. Uh, Dan. The pan flute. <laughs> That's a good one. Cause... It's not right. No. But, <laughs> yes. Mm. Can't go a tin whistle. A tin whistle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Harp is correct. Yeah, okay. Can choosing my expert topic doesn't... I think, well, two reasons. One is you complained in a previous episode how you were no longer allowed to ask. And you know one thing I'm very happy about? But can you also complained about Irish questions? Guess what, guess what questions, questions we have not had so far? <laughs> what, Irish history questions? No, oh. Harry Potter. Oh, I have yeah. not heard a Harry <laughs> Potter question so far, and this might be a first. Yeah, I don't know. There may or may not be a Harry yeah. Potter it's question. The, they might pull it out of like the yeah. backup reserve. Like, got him. The music round is going to be songs from Harry Potter. (laughs) Tom's next question, last question of the round. Uh, This song once ranked the most awesomely bad metal song ever by VH1 plays any time Job performs a magic trick. It was also, it also reached number one in 26 countries and number eight on the Billboard Top 100. 
just in it's case. the fire. God damn it! My order messed If that's wrong, I'm oh, with no, we're really dumb. Questions over. Question fourteen. All right, the final countdown is correct. Try band Europe. I, I would not have gotten the artist. You would have gotten the artist? Hmm. Okay. Uh, Dan's last question of the round. This state's flag, officially known as the Silver State, has the phrase battleborn on the flag as it achieves statehood during the Civil War. A lot of silver comes from there. New Mexico. Mm. Might be New Mexico. I think it's Colorado. Nevada. Darn it. Ugh. Nevada is correct. Ken's last question and the final question of the round. In Shawshank Redemption, the prison librarian has a unique pet that he named Jake. What is it? Jake is a rat. All right, Dan. Uh No, it's um it's a Oh, man. You want me to be specific on this, don't you? Oh, I was going to try that, too. <laughs> you can try being non-specific, and I could ask you to be more specific. So, yeah, you need to be specific. Right. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a bird. I'm going to need you to be more specific. <laughs> it's a blackbird. All right. All right, then he leaves me no choice. A crow. Crow yeah, is correct. That's right. All right. All right. If you would have said crow, it would went blackbird. I didn't know either. It was a. It's a bird that happens to be black. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, but I. Yeah. yeah I thought maybe blackbird would work for that. All right. Uh, so after four rounds, Dan has quite the imposing lead mm-hmm. with two hundred and fifty-two points. Tom has seventy, and Ken has sixty-five. See, I have to do this because when I get to the final, I'm going to be worse than worse than useless. I'm I'm terrible when it comes to betting on finals. I'm just mm. Terrible at it. But if you get so. the question, right now, are you afraid that you might get cancer because you're smoking us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. I'm I I need this lead so I don't have to answer the final questions. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see. Mm. All right. Quite a problem. Um. <laughs> All right, round number five. Hey, Mr. DJ. In this round, I'm going to play a small part of a song, and you will guess the song title and the artist. You will get five points for each correct answer. However, this round has a theme of having uh, collaborations. So you will get five points for each of the artists in the song that you can name. Hmm. Okay. And just make sure it's it's title and artist. So I want the title and as many, many. of the artists that are in the song. So there could I, be more than two artists. There yeah. could be more than two. So I get title, no artist. Do I get points? Yes. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. The first question. Really? Um, I'm going to need... It sounded like a phone from like eight years ago. Yeah, I need to hear it again. Phone, phone ring. Can you turn it up a little bit, maybe, mm-hmm. and play it longer? I mean, like it goes into the <laughs> song. So we can hear some vocals. It goes into the song. 
Hello, hello. Yeah, I think no, it that just ruined helped. my original guess. I think that <laughs> helped everybody else. It did not help no, me. No, it. And you said this. What year did this come out? I did not say. Okay. That is not a part of this round. I am mm. locked in. Locked in. Yeah, sure. Locked in. Okay, I went with Beyonce and Jay Z, and the song is "Sugar Pie." Mm. <laughs> All right, Dan. I went Tay Swizzle and Reba McIntyre with theme from a 1997 Nokia. Mm. <laughs> I went with uh, All of You, John Legend, Alicia Keys, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Zero Dan, points. you were actually <gasps> kind of on the right track uh, because the song title is called Telephone. <laughs> No. Um, and it is Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Yes. Ah! I know the song. I just don't know that opening. I don't know either. <laughs> so wait, Tom got ten there. Five. Uh, Tom five, got five. five. Um, and since uh, Beyonce was yeah, it fell off. Yeah. yeah, but Sugar Pie is one of Beyonce and Jeezy's famous songs, correct? Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. okay. Next question. It it'll be in the future. On your Christmas album. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Thought you weren't good at this, Dan. Uh, but the title. I, I said if you're in my zone, I got it. <laughs> this one just happened to be in. All right. Locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Tom, do you want to go first? Um, Yeah, I put uh, Stevie Wonder and James Brown, and I do not have a song title. Mm-hmm. I went with Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, Beyonce, <laughs> She's Mine. Mm. I hope I got the title right. Oh, Ken, you're so close on that. Oh, it is Michael no, Jackson it's one and of McCartney, those. and it's The Girl Is Mine. <sighs> I do that every time. All right. Uh, 15 points to Dan and 10 points to Ken. What did I, what, me? No. Uh, zero. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Locked in. I am locked in as well. No one's had an argument about this exact question on this exact song. <laughs> All right, Dan, do you want to lead us off this time once you've locked in? Yeah, sure. Be happy to. I said that's uh I said that's the 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 number one hit by Jay-Z and Nelly called uh We Don't Work Together. <laughs> uh I put uh Kanye West and CeeLo Green untitled. Hmm. Mhm. Uh, so the argument I had was in a Korean bar. Uh, Empire <laughs> State of Mind, Jay-Z, Alicia Keys, Beyonce. Beyonce's not in this, but yeah, I get three answers and the third one falls off. All right. 15 points to Ken. Wow. Uh, five points to Dan. The correct answer is Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z, and Alicia Keys. I argued to the tilt that it was Beyonce, not Alicia Keys, oh. by the way. <laughs> one in question on this round. Uh-huh. Are we going to have a song that I've heard or heard of? Um, I assume so. Oh, thanks. I mean, <laughs> you know, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Nope. 
She's uh, mine, mine, mine. Mm-hmm. It's, no. it's a popular song. Where yeah. were you in 2012 that mm-hmm. you don't know Empire State of Mind? Oh, that's mm-hmm. that was everywhere. Uh, yeah, I, and tele- I mean, you've never heard Telephone. That's a great song. I don't listen also, to the radio. Also, the uh, the YouTube video Banana Phone that is sung to the lyrics of Telephone is actually really funny. I know nothing after 2008. Mm. I'm. Pr- I was locked down. Pretty sure Telephone was right around mm. 2008. Okay. You just listen to Psy the entire time in, mm-hmm. in South Korea? Yeah, we can listen to some K-pop, then we're rocking. All right. Uh, song number four. Oh, this is going to kill me here. I want you to know, I looked up, like, the top 100 duets of all time. These were all on there. So, it's not that I'm Mm. picking songs that Mm. I like. It's that they're well-known. Ken, you should listen to the latest episode. Um, Jeff thinks your wife is from North Korea. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but he would. (laughs) All right, I'm going to lock in. I'm locked in. This one's going to bug me. I'm locked in. Ken, you want to start us off? This is going to bug me. Waiting for me, George Michael, Elton John. I feel like Elton John's not right, so I'm going to throw Beyonce in there, but... (laughs) Why would... I'm not sure if there's a female artist in it. But I I don't think the female artist would be Beyonce. She's my number three all the time. Okay, I went with Adina Menzel and Mm. David Hasselhoff. (laughs) And won't you be my baby? (laughs) (laughs) I said, Opposites Attract by Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat. It might have been a remake. No, I'm just kidding. I'm marking a zero. I'm marking zero, dude. (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, the correct answer for the artists are George Michael and Aretha Franklin. And the song title is... is slightly different than mine. Yes. <laughs> I knew you were waiting. Ugh. I knew you were waiting. Waiting. David has to have a writing credit on it, though, So right? I got five points out of that? You got five points. That's you were terrible. really close. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, Dan, I don't know if you noticed, but that was like <laughs> half a second long for us, too. So... Uh, it's not just you on that one. I mean, if you all agree, I can go longer, but you're going to get... I've got nothing. I won't know. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to rehear it at the same amount of time that you pre- pre-made it to be. I don't want it longer. Is she predestined it? Yeah. I predetermined that yeah, two pre- seconds was mm-hmm. enough. Like but I do need to hear those better. two seconds again. <laughs> You got something? No okay. idea. Right. <laughs> no idea. I actually heard a little bit more song. Dan, did you hear it. any of that? Yeah, it sounds a lot better. I still don't know it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, no one... Hmm. I'm locked in. Um, I need one more second. Wow. Mm-hmm. I have bad handwriting. Yes. And I'm locked in. All right, I've got... I'm going to say that was 
Axl Rose and Patsy Cline with Ghetto Superstar. <laughs> Ghetto Superstar is the name that you have given the song? Or is that an yeah. alternate artist that, you're, that you've come up with? No, we're, we're just going to go with that's the song. All right. All right. And I'm marking it zero again. <laughs> <laughs> All is right. it my turn? Sure, Ken. I will go with Body Rock, Cindy Lauper, Sheila E., and the Bengals. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom. I went with Miley Cyrus, hmm. Billy Ray Cyrus, hmm. and Daddy Daughter Dance. Hmm. Okay. Um, well, Tom at least is in the correct, uh, I don't know, decade. Era? Genre? Or... Um, <laughs> the correct answer is Bang Bang by Jesse J, Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj. All right. I've heard of sure it was two of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we should do that more in the podcast. Hmm. <laughs> All right, maybe this one will uh, be slightly better for the three of you. Can't be sure though. Yep, I'm in. I'm locked in. Not 100% on the song yeah, title. Yeah, song but... title. Give me one more second, because I... It's right on the tip. Uh, but that might not actually be the song title. I'm just trying to get one more lyric over, so I'm just going to lock in with an incorrect answer. All right. Tom, do you want to start us off? Uh, yeah, I put uh, Rob Thomas, Santana, and Smooth. Mm, that sounds good. That sounds good. But might be wrong. Is it me? Sure. I wrote Santana, Rob Thomas, Beyonce, It's a Hot One. Which Those are uh, lyrics from the song. Yep. Yeah, I know. I just couldn't get to the second part. Hmm. All right. Dan? I also have Santana, Rob Thomas, and Smooth. All right. Uh, Rob Thomas and Santana is correct, as is Smooth. It would have been great if you said it's a hot one. <laughs> it's a hot one. I mean, I would not have been happy to. So, yeah, I think the part I was even trying to get to did not say smooth in it. It does sm- is smooth in the song? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they say it a lot. You, you got the kind of love that could be so smooth. Oh. Oh, there you go. That's a bonus. <laughs> no bonus points, especially not for Dan. <laughs> Dan doesn't need any bonus points, Ken. <laughs> All right. Last song. And you'll probably hate me for this one as well. Oh, I can't hate you anymore right now, so don't worry. <laughs> That's all I can give you. It's literally uh, all of it. I'm just going to let you know, I listened to this on the car ride over here <laughs> today, right now. I'm locked in. I'm pretty sure this is a song we've done on a previous episode, so I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Yep. Uh... Have well, we? no, because he thinks no, it's a song that we no, did in a previous I episode. I think it is, okay. so, yeah. I was going to say, I don't think so, because I usually don't do songs that are only three seconds long. Mm. And I'm the one that usually repeats stuff that we've done on previous episodes. Mm. So mm-hmm. I don't pay attention. Even though I edit it and I listen to everything, like, 40 times. See, I think I know the song, but I... <laughs> the song that I'm thinking of is only one person, so... Mm. I got nothing on this. Um, I, It sounds like... Um, I'm only gonna break your heart by Tayo Cruz, but I obviously that's not it. So that's where I'm going. I hope it's not it. 
um, it's not Despacito, is it? Uh, if it is, I'm screwed. But uh, I put uh, artists LMFAO and Pitbull and Party Rock Anthem. We're pretty sure we've had that in an episode, so I'm pretty sure that's not correct. Hmm. It is Love in the Club by Usher and Beyonce. Uh, do we need me to be more specific? Love in the Club? Uh, I do not need <laughs> any more from you, Ken, because you're incorrect. What? No way. <laughs> Impossible. However, between multiple of you, you have named both of the correct artists accidentally. What? Usher uh, and Pitbull. Uh, Usher and Pitbull is correct. I, that was a stab in the dark. <laughs> I had no, no idea. No, I'm yeah. researching this. Uh, this song is uh, DJ Goddess Fallen in Love. Uh, which, there is a, there might be a different version. There is a version with Usher and Beyonce. That's a different song. No. Guaranteed. No. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this song is actually why I decided to do this is because Pitbull is featured in like 18 yeah. million songs, so I thought it'd be funny. Only the problem is he says like Pitbull or Mr. Merle Worldwide in the beginning of pretty much every song, uh. so... After five rounds, Dan has 287 points. Ken is in second with 110 points, and Tom is bringing up the rear with 95 points. Since you've made it this far into the episode, we hope you are enjoying it. Please take the time to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also email us with feedback or like our Facebook page. Links to both of these are in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Round six is still a list round. However, there are some new rules. Um, And so it is titled, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. I have compiled five lists, and I will give each of the list topics, and you will determine if you want to put your money where your mouth is. If you think you can guess at least 50% of the correct answers, you will get five points per correct answer. But there is a 30-point penalty if you're wrong. If you want to play it safe, you can get two points per correct answer with no penalty. All right, so list number one. There have been 14 people selected more than once for time person of the year. So if you would have to give at least seven correct answers um, to get five points each. Ken, do you want to put your money where your mouth is? I do not. I do not either. <laughs> Dan, do you want to put your money where your mouth is? Uh, not on this one, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, all right. we'll all stick with two. Did you give us a year that it started, or no? When time started. Okay. What, the beginning of time? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm, I'm in then. Locked in. I'm locked in. Um, I can start off. Alright. I have Mother Teresa, Pope John Paul II, FDR, Dwight D. Eisenhower, JFK, Gandhi, Margaret Thatcher, Queen Elizabeth II, Charles Lindbergh, Woodrow Wilson, Richard Nixon, LBJ, Mao Zedong, and George Clooney. Alright, Ken? What can Dan go? 
Right. <laughs> I want to just cross I, I off all go. the people. That, I want to cross go. off all the people you guys don't say and not answer those. What? No, you can't you do that. No, I won't. I won't. You lie. Damn, you go. The more the more I thought about this, the more I thought I really should have put my money where my mouth is because I'm pretty sure if I just like list all the presidents from FDR yeah. forward, I'm, I might have at least half. Oh, Jill's giggling now. So I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Harry Truman. Dwight D. Eisenhower, um, Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, Richard Nixon. I'm going to leave off Gerald Ford because he wasn't there long enough. And then I'll go uh, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Clinton, George W. Bush, Obama. I missed Kennedy. Kennedy should be on there. Um, Al Gore and Mikhail Gorbachev. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a better theme, but I went. I, I started now and went backwards. Obama, Jobs, Zuckerberg, Gates, W. Bush, H. W. Bush, Assange. That's wrong. Clinton, Kennedy, King. Ford, damn it. Uh, Trump, Ali, Jordan. All right. So, I will start at the most recent and go down. Um, So, you have Barack Obama, Mm. George W. Bush, Mm. Bill Clinton, Mikhail Gorbachev, Deng Xiaoping, Mm, wrong Chinese leader. <laughs> Reagan, Nixon, LBJ, Eisenhower, Churchill, Truman, George Marshall, Stalin, and FDR. Hmm. So I have Ken with three, mm-hmm. Tom four, mm-hmm. and one, and ten for Dan. Talk about throwing away my shot. I should have. Oh, don't worry. You you can you can put your money where your mouth is on the next round and then get a third of them. Yeah, okay, I'll do. Sure, let's do that. All right. Uh, our next list is the ten most popular unisex names in 1986, according to the Social Security Administration. Unisex, so it has to be used for both, or just the ten most popular names. Uh, used for both. It has to be used for both. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be common for the other because it's. But mm-hmm. it has to be acceptable, right? Yeah. Ken, do you want to put your money? Absolutely not. I want. No, I do not. I figured 1986 was a good median because that means that it's people that you know, and it's not small children. <laughs> Tom. I have one. Um, I'm not going to put my money in. You know exactly what one I have. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, though. I'm not going to put my money where my mouth is. I can't. What's oh, you? no, I'm not either. Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I started writing them down, but I'm not yeah. going to do that. You guys are going to regret it. You didn't do it either. Mm-mm. Can I ask a question? Is it their like full legal name or would it be including like a shorter version that they would go by? But it's by the Social Security Administration, so it'd be their legal name, right? Well, because sometimes people give nicknames as real names. Mm, okay. So. Okay. 
I'm at the bottom of the barrel right now. Let's see. All right, I've got ten. I'll lock in. Yeah, I only have eight, but I'll lock in. All right. Ken? All right, I'll start. Taylor. <laughs> we work with someone named Taylor, so that was top on our so, list. So, like, I guess this kind of leads to my question. I'm going to answer Sam. All right. All right, I guess. We'll go with that. Jesse. Kelly. Damn it. Chris. Jordan. Alex. Pat. Jackie. And here's where I got the real bottom of the barrel. Robbie. Mm. I, I can't imagine anyone being named Robbie, though, but we'll see. Dan, you want to? All right. I, I said Chris, Kelly, Jamie. That's a good one. Shannon. Mm. Dana. Mm. Jody. Ashley. Lindsay. Alex and Casey. Dan, can I tell you, Jamie and Shannon are phenomenal answers. Yeah. Phenomenal Jamie, answers. Yeah. I had Jamie, but not Sh- Shannon is. My I always son's forget about name Shannon. is Jamie. Phenomenal answer. I always forget the Shannon. Yeah, my son's name is Jamie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Shannon. I was. I was. I don't know where that came from. It's it's, it's a good <laughs> answer. Oh, it's I'm a, telling you that is an answer. Oh, honest. it's a, it's a great you. answer. I've, I think I've almost known more Shannon than are men than women, but you still assume it's a woman before you talk to him, and then it's awkward. <laughs> um, I have Taylor, Jamie, Sam, Jan, or Jan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, that was a stretch on that one, but we'll see. <laughs> Maybe in France. Um, Mel. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I I've like known it. a. I've known a. I've I've known both ways, but like two of them. Pat, because of SNL, you can't mm-hmm. forget Pat. Billy. Oh yeah. And Chris. All I, right. I only had eight. Billy's a good. Not terrible. It's not good. It's not but, Shannon level, but, but considering yeah. I couldn't get up to ten, mm-hmm. it's a it's a good. All right. Place so over. this is in approximate order. Um, I think I. Might have switched a couple of them around, but it's pretty much in order uh, for how it was in 1986. Uh, Casey. Mm. Jamie. Mm. Jesse. Mm. Carrie, spelled K-E-R-R-Y. Jackie. Jody. Jean. Lauren, spelled L-O-R-E-N. Uh... Elisha and Riley. Wow. Huh. That's disappointing. No Pat. No Pat. It's disappointing. I suppose no I one. I was surprised by that one, yeah. Yeah. I suppose everybody, it's usually a Patrick or a Patricia. All right. So, question number three. I want you to give me quarterbacks with both perfect quarterback ratings and a zero quarterback rating there have been 11 of them is anyone gonna put their money where their mouth is i absolutely will not <laughs> Ooh, dan's intrigued dan's intrigued who we need I'm thinking about yeah. it yeah we need dan to I do can it feel it and uh and lose it <laughs> <laughs> i am not going to put my money where my mouth is 
No, I'm not going to. Mm. There's, there's, it's way too long of a history. I'm just using backup quarterbacks because they didn't play in a game. What? <laughs> <laughs> you did catch where they had to attempt a minimum of ten oh, passes no. in the game. Mm. I just can't believe there's that many people that have done it. I mean, zeros are. Re- I mean, both of those are really hard things to accomplish. Either way. So basically, you're saying they're all Vikings quarterbacks. Mm. <laughs> oh come on now! <laughs> all this promise. Tavares. And- yeah. No, not Tavares. I mean, everybody but Tavares. I don't think Tavares got a perfect. Maybe. You can get a zero. You can get a zero. Yeah, but I think it's extremely hard to do. So a zero must be just no completed passes. Yeah, you're like 0 for 5 and... 0 for 10. 0 for well, 10 and I mean, if you get more than a couple interceptions. Yeah. Okay, um, Vikings quarterbacks. Um, locked in. I wish Amanda was here. I miss her. Ken, she's just going away forever. It's okay. Maybe we can convince her to call in. Mm-hmm. My wife had to explain to me what quitting means. Well, because I was putting on a, a tie today, and so she said, oh, are you going to the branch? I was like, no, it's marketing meeting. Amanda might be there. And she's like, Kent, don't you understand? She's not coming back. And I was like, no, she's been gone before. She, she comes back. And she told me what quitting means. And they don't come back. It's an emotional time. Can I have a question? Sure. Feel free. Okay. So Korean fan death. Is yes, that? it's a real thing. It's a real thing. But she's overcome that recently. Oh, what's, cool. without the, what's Korean oh, fandom? Oh, there's a Wikipedia page and everything. It's a real, total, legit thing. It's <laughs> So that she be- she believed that she would die if she went to sleep with the fandom? Not, oh, yeah, you said this. You not s- to an extreme, but it the that other day, it is that unhealthy for you to... That Yeah, the fan thing, that you can't have the fan on. I believe there are certain people that go to that extreme, but there are... <laughs> There are ranges of that belief, but yeah, no, they are, I mean, from the experience I've had and the people I've met, they are opposed to sleeping with a fan on. Right. Yeah, that is a real thing. Tom didn't believe me when I said that that was a thing. It's a totally legitimate thing. When did you say that? A couple days ago. I don't pay attention very well. Okay, I'm locked in. But it is legitimate. There's Mm. something to it. (laughs) All right, I, I think I'm locked in. Um, okay. All right. Dan, you want to start us off on this one? Sure. I named a bunch of quarterbacks that needed to throw the ball a lot, so they either had a really good game or a really bad game. Mm. So um, I said Peyton Manning, Eli Manning. Just for fun, I said Archie Manning. <laughs> um, Terry Bradshaw. Um, Johnny Unitas. Joe Namath, Otto Graham, Joe Montana, Ken O'Brien, Kurt Warner, and Doug Flutie. If I'm reading Jill's markings correctly, I I am super scared to death because... 20 points right there, yeah. Wow. Well, he didn't... No way. Seriously? She marked down quite a few. Uh, There was quite a bit. I was like, oh, that... That's There's no good. way I got ten of those. There's no, no, no way. No, I, I was you hoping did not for get ten, but six or I seven. would say plus five. You probably yeah, should have five. put your money where your mouth was on that <sighs> one based well. on her markings. Ken, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go? I next? can go. I went with Joe Montana, 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 the actor, John Elway, <laughs> Brett Favre, 
the Magic Man, Don Majowski. Dan Majowski. Uh, Dan Don Mar- Mikowski. Don. Oh, damn it. Uh, Dan Marino, Vinny Testaverde, Rodney Pete, Bernie Kozar, uh, Jeff Hostetler, Aaron Brooks, Ryan Leaf. I haven't heard of most. Of these I just people. named off the first I could think of. Okay, that was my strategy. Um, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, Drew Brees. You're gonna Brees. need to slow down. Just, I don't slow down. Slow okay. down. I, okay. So Peyton. Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh no. Brett Favre. Dan Marino. Drew Brees. I went into my Vikings era. Dante Culpepper. Christian Ponder. Joe Webb. Warren Moon. Tavares Jackson. Kirk Cousins. Herschel Cousins. And then I switched out of that and I went with Terry Bradshaw as my number 11. All right. You know, I, I think Kirk Cousins actually had a perfect passing rating. I don't think he had a zero, but I think he had a perfect at one point. All right. So according to this list, there have been in the mid 60s, 60, 67 quarter. There have been 67 instances of a QB rating of zero. That's what I was concerned of if you would have um, QB ratings that far back. Uh, so. Because they're probably going to be a lot back there. There have been one. Let's see. One quarterback had three. Seven other quarterbacks have two. Um, so, number one, Unitas. Two, Namath. Three, Bradshaw. Four, Lynn Dawson. Five, Bob Greasy. Six, James Harris. Seven, Bob Lee. Eight, Craig Morton. Nine, Dan Foots. Fouts. Uh, 10, Eli Manning, and 11, Peyton Manning. Interesting. Uh, Warren Moon has had several zero ratings. Uh, mm. Terry Bradshaw has the record with three, and then Warren Moon has two. But he never had a perfect? But he never had a perfect. Hmm. I, had z- I, mean, I just thought odds were I'd get one. but You didn't get any on that no, one? No, I got none. I would not have gotten 50% on that, so no. I got lucky. You did. We were hoping that you could have gotten for it. And, uh... This next list um, is a... So in a poll of British librarians, um, they provided a list of books to read before you die. There are 10 answers, and I will go ahead and tell you that there is at least one series on here, and it's they're all combined into one. Let me guess. <laughs> no, actually, the one series is different, but there are multiple Harry Potter books on there. Mm. <laughs> All right. How so, many are there? There are ten. Yeah, it doesn't actually make my decision any different. Like, Tom, are you going to put your money where your mouth is? Absolutely not. <laughs> no chance. All right. Dan. Uh-oh. No, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if the Literature's picture froze again. <laughs> um, let's see. You said there's ten of them. I did say that. You yes. might have to go a little bit easier on these, so someone actually is willing to put their money where their mouth is. Maybe make it sound easier. 
I mean, I th- kind of thought that books to read before you die was... Voted by British Library. <laughs> Between the ages of 35 and 45. Oh, oh, wait, can I rethink my uh, decision if I want to... Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm still not going to. <laughs> Is it, it... I can ask, but you probably won't answer. Fiction or nonfiction? I cannot comment. Okay. Oh, that one goes right there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious British drivel. <laughs> Which you're automatically against because of your time in Ireland. If mm-hmm. Ross was here, he'd come up with a perfect impersonation right now. Of a, of a British Spoke person? Some British librarian? <laughs> locked in. I'll be locked in. I'm locked in. I think my last one's a poem, not a book. And I went first the first one, so I think I'm due to go first again. Sure. Um... I had Pride and Prejudice, Great Expectations, Bridget Jones' Diary, The Grapes of Wrath, I think they went American, Mm. Wuthering Heights, Mm -hmm. On Wigan Pier, Mm. it's uh, Graham Greene, very good book, Uh, Lord of the Rings, Mm -hmm. Treasure Island, Mm -hmm. I believe it might be... It's and then there are not, uh, ten little Indians, I believe, Agatha Christie, and then Gunga Din, which I'm pretty sure is actually a poem. Hmm. Ken, do you want to go mm. next? My pleasure. Uh, Harry Potter series, mm-hmm. Pride and Prejudice, Moby Dick, mm-hmm. War and Peace, mm-hmm. The Bible, Sense and Sensibility, Anne of Green Gables. I don't know where that came from. 1984. Then I also thought they went American, Of Mice and Men, and then A Tale of Two Cities. Okay. Oh, we've got quite a bit of overlap there. All right. That makes me feel good. I said To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, Les Miserables, Jane Eyre, 1984, The Lord of the Rings, War and Peace, A Tale of Two Cities. The uh, Sherlock Holmes, the Harry Potter series, and the Odyssey. I was hoping for more overlap. Hmm. All right. We had four or five. Yeah, yeah, we did, but... So, the correct answers. To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. The Bible. The Lord of the Rings trilogy. 1984. A Christmas Carol by Dickens. Damn it. Jane Eyre. Pride and Prejudice. All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, yeah. His Dark Materials trilogy. And Birdsong. Is that why you, is that why you picked this list? Because of the His Dark Materials trilogy was on it? No. I'm a liar. No, like, I got the Bible when she said she, went, she would refuse to answer. Uh... So I have Ken with three. Mm-hmm. Tom with two, and four for Dan. What's so great about A Christmas Carol? Don't know. I've never read it. Of all the Dickens works, that's the one? That's yeah, the one. A, yeah. So, maybe this one will get some takers. Here we know. go. All right. So, these are the actors with the most appearances in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I will go ahead and tell you that I took out cameo 
appearances by Stan Lee because he did not play the same character. Mm. He played Dirty Old Man many, <laughs> many times. What? Uh, there are 11. And it's uh, there's a minimum? I Do you have a minimum number? Um, six. Six appearances. Yes. I? Wait, so you want the actor. Mm-hmm. I want the not actor. Not the character. <laughs> yeah, the character would not. <laughs> the character would not. Be, I'll go with Thor. I'll go with Thor. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Can we do characters? No, we cannot. Uh, do, I hate to ask this because it might give something away, but I need to know. Do voice roles only count? Ooh, good question. Yes. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is on this one. It's a Marvel Cinematic Universe, you said. Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. And you said Stanley is a free space. I took out Stanley. I'm not going to put my money where my mouth is, but I am locked in. And I will not as well, and I'm locked in. Well, since Dan is, I think we make him go first. That's fine. I'm 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 trying to decide on one more. Okay. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Taken was a Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. movie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And we're counting TV shows, right? Mm. All right, I'm locked in. We are. It's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Wikipedia. Okay. And these have to be MCU movies, not just Marvel movies, right? Oh. All I can say is that they have to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, okay. Um, good, good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Dan, start All us right. off. Yeah, I can. All right. I'm going to go um, Robert Downey Jr., Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Is that Captain America? Yeah, I, could, yeah, I was I hoping that was his name. Was. I was like, yes. Scarlett Johansson. Paul Bettany, Gwyneth Paltrow, Tom Hiddleston, Clark Gregg, Sebastian Stan, and Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, that's his name. Mm, that's yeah. his stupid name. Yeah. Paul Bettany's the guy from The Knight's Tale, Ken. I don't know what, what Marvel what? movies is it. Jarvis. He's, uh, he's the Vision. Oh. Uh, mm. Uh, Jarvis and he's also Jarvis slash Jarvis's the voice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> Did you know? Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I don't know which is which, <laughs> so I just I spread my bets on that one. Um, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Skojo, <laughs> Samuel L. You mean... Scarlett Johansson, yes. Okay. I wrote you that said down. Skojo. So. Yeah, her okay. name's Skojo. Okay, so Scarlett Johansson, then what? Then Samuel L. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Mrs. Goop. Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. uh, Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. um, Eric Bana, because I confused him with the guy that does the Hulk, um, Edward Norton, because he was the Hulk in a movie, mm-hmm. and Don Cheadle, because he's in a lot of the Iron Man films, but mm-hmm. not all of them, because mm-hmm. Cuba Gooding's in some before, and then Don Cheadle comes in and replaces him. It's weird. Watch him. It's confusing. It wasn't Cuba. It was somebody else. Dan, who was the other guy? wasn't Cuba. I think it was um, I'm Cuba. trying to think of it. It was... Um, <sighs> He's in Empire, uh, the TV Jr. show. It was... He's in Empire. What was that? 
I keep wanting uh, to say Anthony Mackie, but that was that's uh, that's the space that's, uh, that's the that's old Fal- space that's guy. Falcon. Um, I can't remember who it that's was. Right. My my teammates are my my teammate Mike is gonna <laughs> come over to my house and throw something at me right now. Right. Guess I can't remember who it was. I'll go with mine. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth. Loki, Brad, and I wrote, you know, that rac- uh, raccoon guy, Vin Diesel, Galactus, and Anthony Hopkins. All right. He's Thor's dad. He was, like, at least in oh, two. He was in, yeah. I mean, it's not quite six, but... Yeah. All right, so... Chris Evans had 11 appearances. He had the most. Oh. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Hugh Jackman... Samuel L. Jackson, Paul Bettany, Patrick Stewart, Chris Hemsworth, Sebastian Stan, Scarlett Johansson, Idris Elba, and Gwyneth Paltrow, because the X-Men series is considered part of mm-hmm. the I did not Marvel know that. Cinematic I knew that, universe. but I don't know anything about the X-Men series. All I, I know don't is- think it is, but... Uh... According to Google, it is. So, um, Dan, you got... Eight correct, so well done on uh, putting your money where your mouth is. Tom, you got six. Dang it! And Ken, you got five. I could have been a contender. Terrence Howard, that's his Terrence name. Terrence Howard, yep, that's uh, it. Yep. Going into the final round. Dan has 371 points. Tom has 125 points. And Ken has 136 points. So if Dan wagers the maximum on every question and gets them wrong, Ken and I have a chance. Yes. Okay. Do you hear that, Dan? (laughs) So you're saying there's a chance. We just need you to try to set the course record. Hmm. But then fail doing so. <laughs> um, okay. He might I'll, I'll, let's, have let's try already that. set the, the record. I'm not but sure. But he wants to set it for... For life. For Yeah, I mean, he just wants to set it out there so far that... Uh... All right. So, rounds... Well, my, uh, my teammate Wesley Wells really wants a shot at this, so and he'll, he's going to kick my butt, so we'll... Uh, <laughs> you might want to put a team up against him. Okay. <laughs> we should have put a team up against you. Mm. All right. Round seven, show me the money. In this round, there are three questions, and you will wager up to 50 points on each of them. And you will wager before I read each question. The theme of this round is, what's in a name? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you seem confident about this, Ken. It's about names. Okay, I have my wager locked in. Mine too. Okay, I got one locked in. All right. According to Urban Dictionary, this is a term meaning an overzealous fan of a celebrity or athlete. It comes from a song of the same name released in 2000. No scrubs. I'm locked in. Hmm. I'm locked in with all I got. I'm locked in. I went with stalker because I have nothing. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. 
I said it's the person that wrote the line, Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling, Stan. Oh. Stan is correct. I've never heard never that term. Never heard that term, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, apparently you're not friends with many teenagers. Oh, you're standing right now. Pretty much. I, I didn't get it from the term. I got it from the the song about an overcrazed fan. Oh, mm-hmm. makes sense. By Eminem, in case you're wondering. I'm familiar. Yeah. All right. Okay. Question number two. Oh, wager's locked in. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm locked in. It's like LARPing. I just heard that term. Right. <laughs> Are you familiar with LARPing? I, yeah. I thought it was like a new playing? thing. Apparently yeah. it's been no, going on for a while. No, I had friends in high school that were into LARPing. Yeah, I'm going to start LARPing. All right, I'm locked in. All right, everybody. I'm locked in, yeah. Everybody good? Yeah. Okay. This girl's name is shared by the heroine of Alien vs. Predator, and it is also the daughter of Billy Joel. The name peaked at the 32nd most popular name for girls in 2015, but it saw a sharp decline by 33% in the following year. 33%. (laughs) (laughs) You turn a 33 backwards. It's an E. There's a clue in there. I'm locked in. Oh, I'm locked in as well. Billy Joel's from New York. I'm just a huge Billy Joel fan. <laughs> What's that's, that? that's why I knew the Nor'easter. That's a great song, by the way. It's my favorite Billy Joel <laughs> song. I've never heard it. Oh, Tom, it's a good song. Tom hates Billy Joel. Really? Oh, that's a really good song. I don't hate Billy Joel. I'm just... I'm, I, I had his greatest hits. I'm a rabid non-fan of his. Hmm. I don't hate him. I wouldn't... What about the movie Step Brothers, right. though? I'm I'm locked in. All right. uh, Ken, you want to start us off? Pass. Hmm. I went with Ridley because that's the heroine of Alien. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not the I, movie I, in I, reference, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact it's not Ripley, but that's what I said anyway because I couldn't think of who else it would have been. So. All right. Well, the correct answer is Alexa. Mm, that's why the steep decline. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three percent, Tom. What is that? Because people stopped naming it yeah. after Amazon released yeah. the Alexa. Yeah, I get that. I just the the specific percentage. Has <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it had nothing to do yeah. with it. Ken was just trying to mm-hmm. be all brain man. Mm-hmm. Thirty-three percent, Alexa. Okay. Judge Wapner, thirty minutes. Lock your wagers in for. Oh. Locked in. Lost points number three. <laughs> all right, I'm locked in. All right. The creation of several names, including Olivia, Jessica, Miranda, and Imogen, are attributed to this prolific author. I'm locked in. Locked in. Really? Stephen King, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) Prolific. You both locked in so fast. That's. There's a clue in there. Prolific. Starts with a P. Well, there's only one name that is worth a guess on this one, so I'm going to lock that in. Okay, before we reveal answers, let's go through our uh, points as if they mattered. (laughs) Um, Ken, on the first one, how many points did you wager? 36 points. Mm. I wagered 50. Mm. Surprise. 
I wagered 29. Ooh. Mm. Wager number two. I wagered 50. I, too, wagered 50. I wagered 15. Mm. One five. And the final wagers. I wagered 21. Hmm. I wagered 50. <laughs> Ken's goal to get an even number. I wagered 15. Oh. Live in a... Ken, I think we got a chance, son. I, huh. if they only wagered 15. All right. So. We got a chance not to be 500 behind him. <laughs> um, what did I write? Okay. It looked like Salmon Rushdie for a second. But uh, I actually, I wrote down Shakespeare. Hmm. I wrote down Jane Austen. All right. And Dan? I locked in with William Shakespeare. Damn it. William Shakespeare is the correct answer. I'm pretty sure prolific was the clue, Ken. You just Mm. took it in the wrong direction. Yeah. Mm. I overthought it and then kind of went back and said, wait a minute, that's got to be him. Once once we got it immediately, well... Ken locked in immediately. Prophylactic yeah. woman. Oh, I showed your hand there. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. see, Ken was using Ken logic, which yeah. in this case was entirely wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, final scores. Dan with 400 points. Tom with 46 points. And Ken is the sacrificial lamb. Mm. With zero points. I really had a good time in season one. I hope you guys invite me back for season three. It'd be great. We might even invite you back for season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what Amanda's schedule looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she's moving anytime soon. But uh, uh, Dan, thank you for coming on and uh, just handing it to us. Dan, I had a pleasure. Oh, thank you. No, seriously, thank you. I love. I love doing this stuff. Thank you for listening to the Trivia Hot Dish Podcast. The music by The Copy Cuts and by Josh Woodward. Any other music on the podcast played for commentary purposes only. Thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. We will see you next episode.